Beloved Sawan Kirpal, why don't you give us your darshan? We are great sinners. Cut down all the dangers. We have come to your door. Why don't you attach us to your feet? We have wandered over the whole world and have not received any support. Why don't you show everyone the beautiful divine light? I am your soul, yet still I have become the slave of the mind. I am surrounded by the trap of Maya. Why don't you come and save me? Divert the waves of mind. Join the disconnected souls. Breaking the cup of sins, why don't you make us drink the nectar? Oh, Satguru, I am a useless soul. You yourself have to give me support. Why don't you remain? Why don't you remove a jabe's pain of separation, beloved Sawan Kirpal? Why don't you give us your darshan? This is a bhajan of Sanchi's Sawan Kirpal Piare, on page eighty-four. Kirpal Piare. <coughs> Darshandi kande kyo nahi Sawan kirpala piyare Darshandi kande kyo nahi Asiha papi bade Kat devo sankat sare Asiha papi bade Kat devo sankat sare Chalakeha ayed bade Chalakeha ayed bade Charna vichlande kyo nahi Sawan kirpala piyare Darshandi kande kyo naim Sawan kirpala piyare Darshandi kande kyo naim Firiya sansar sara Milia na koi sahara Firiya sansar sara Milia na koi sahara Sona jo nora alai Sona jo Sabnu di kande kyo nahi Sawan kirpala piyare Darshan di kande kyo nahi Sawan kirpala piyare Darshan di kande kyo nahi Oke me atma teri Banage ha manadi cheri Oke me atma teri Banage ha manadi cheri Maya de jalane geri Maya de jalane geri Ake bachande kyo nahi 
Beloved Sawan Kirpal, why don't you give us your darshan? And our second bhajan is a bhajan of Guru Arjan Dev's Nama Tumara Hira Devase on page 169. Let your nam reside in my heart and let me have the company of the saints. From the Lord I ask for one donation, that all my desires may be fulfilled, so that I may repeat your nam. Let your feet reside in my heart. Let me have the company of the saints, so that the fire of passions may not spread in my mind, and day and night I may sing your praise. When I have good health, and also when I don't, let me serve God. And in my middle age, let me meditate upon him. Nanak says, those who are dyed in the color of God do not take birth and die again. Let your nam reside in my heart, and let me have the company of the saints. Abhajan on page 169. <laughs> Santanaka Sangha Pavo Mangurama Teikadana 
reside in my heart and let me have the company of the saints this first reading is a letter from Baba Salan Singh the letter is dated September 3rd 1917 Baba Salman Singh left his physical body for the final time on April 2nd, 1948. So we have been celebrating this weekend his life. This letter I'm reading from the April 1993 Sampani magazine where this letter was given the title, You Should Remain Confident. It's a letter written to one of the earliest American disciples of Baba Salman Singh, and he writes, Dear Daughter, your letter of June 27th has been duly received. It was a pleasure to read it. It shows that you have very hard work to do, but still you are eager to devote what time you can to your daily exercises. As for your visit to India, you are in the right because spiritual progress has nothing to do with any particular locality. It depends rather on the attitude of mind. People in India find the spiritual practices as difficult as you do, and their progress is not more rapid than yours. It is necessarily a slow process. 
the Holy Master keeps each of us in the place best calculated for his spiritual good. A person who has begun his journey on the right path will reach his destination one day, sooner or later. He is far better than one who journeys on the wrong path. You should remain confident that both of you shall one day see and know what you so long for when your spirit currents completely focus beyond, behind the eyes. There is no time limit. You should fulfill your duty of doing the exercises with love and faith, leaving the rest to the Master, who knows his time. What you have written about non-satsangi guests and friends is as true in India as in America. They are necessary evils. One should quietly bear with them to avoid friction. There are very few people who are sincere seekers after truth without any ulterior motive or those who will appreciate your high ideals. And to such noble souls, there can be no harm to open one's mind. Your thoughts about self-sacrifice are quite correct. Charity sometimes ceases to be charitable. Help those who try to help themselves and avoid mere sponges. Generally, people do not know their own good, and they sacrifice the permanent good to the temporary. They do not appreciate one who tries to do them the greater good. They would rather have your money than your light. Therefore, it is sufficient to throw one's spare crumbs, if one has got them to spare, to those animals rather than give one's time and attention. The wavering and faintness in the faith, which you say at times overtakes you, will cease when you have seen the Master in his glory in the focus of the eyes. That is, when the spiritual currents concentrate behind the eyes, where the Master, in his resplendent form, is waiting to receive you. Strive to reach that point. Until that, go on strengthening your trust in Master's mercy. May the Master's grace and protection extend to you. With hearty Radhaswami from myself, Kir Singh, and all other satsangis here, yours affectionately, Sawan Singh. This next reading is a talk given by Master Kirpal Singh in Washington, D.C. in January of 1964. This was toward the very end of his second world tour. And the questioner, the first questioner says, actually, this is the only question that's asked. Yes. The questioner says, at the Friends Meeting House, and this would have been toward the beginning of the tour, Master said that he never asked his master any questions in his life, except for three questions. I think it would be very interesting to know what those questions were that the great master asked his master. And Master Kripal says, When I went to the feet of my master, Baba Salam Singh Ji, after a few days I asked him, This, this method is very perfect. What is the proof that it will remain even after you? That was a very insolent question, of course, but I did ask him, because I was very much interested in the competency of the system. Everybody gets experience and advances on the way so quickly. 
about which we generally know very little. This is the last, ultimate thing which we have to attain. But the Master's grace is there. He gives it the very day of initiation. And he said, to whomsoever I will authorize, I'm responsible that this will continue. For others, I'm not responsible. It naturally happens that when a master leaves the physical body, so many people take up the way, considering perhaps that it is a matter of honor or income. So he said, to whomsoever I will authorize, I'm responsible that this will continue. Then further I questioned him, well, in what form will he be? And he said, he will be in the Sikh form. Then Master says, you see, some people, as they were not in the Sikh form, began to imitate and adopt the Sikh form. And last of all, I requested of him, you give initiation from one end to the other on the very first day. Would it not be better if you gave lessons step by step? He turned to me and said, do you know why this science has been forgotten altogether? And then he said, suppose one man went to his master. He progressed within up to two planes, three stages, and then the master passed away. The result was that he thought perhaps this was the ultimate goal. Another man went to the master and he progressed only two stages, and the master left the body. He thought perhaps that was the ultimate goal. The third one went to his master and he only developed to the first stage. He thought perhaps that was the only ultimate goal. So, my master told me, the whole thing is explained on the very day of initiation. Even if the disciple does not have the occasion to see him later in the physical body, he knows where he stands. That is why the whole thing is given the very first day, explained, and some experience is given to start with. So these were the three questions I did ask him. Otherwise, I learned all by sitting quietly at his feet. Just see, when a man is an actor, he acts in all phases of life, whether he is eating bread at home or abroad. If you simply watch him, you'll see so many beauteous things. Now we cannot see that beauty. Why? We just try to see through the very glasses we have formed for ourselves. From that level, we cannot look beyond. If you simply look on, then you will see. The eyes are the windows of the soul. Radiation comes through the eyes and also through the whole body. If you simply remain attentive, I mean receptive, within the field of the area of the radiation, you will receive life. With words, you only have what you ask. If you leave it as is and keep quiet, you will receive radiation. This is what man learns most. It happened that when I went to Berlin in 1955, on my return from the United States, there, as I did not know the German language, I simply engaged an interpreter to interpret what I said in English. Well, after a few minutes, the people in the audience said, Look here, stop. You don't interpret correctly. We understand more from his eyes than from what you say. So receptivity gives more than words. It gives life impulse. 
Even if you don't know the words warm or cold, you will receive warmth and coldness. Do you understand? You are not in need of using the words warmth or cold. It is more wonderful, of course. That is why it is said that if you sit at the feet of some master for an hour or so, in a quite receptive mood, you will gain more than you would by your drawing intellectual inferences for forty years, for a hundred years. There you speak and infer, and here you receive that very thing which you have inferred. To think of a fire ablaze and warmth giving is something else other than sitting by the fire. This is something like that. And whenever one speaks, he speaks out of the abundance of his heart, out of what dwells in there. For instance, if the wind blows against a great conflagration of fire and passes to the other side of it, any man sitting on the other side will have a warm wind. And similarly, if the wind passes along any ground on which there is snow, those who are sitting on the other side will get a wind that is cold. The wind is the same, but it is a question of what it contacted as to which wind will be received, whether it contacted fire or snow. Similarly, if the heart in which the love of God and the love of all humanity is overflowing, any words he uses will be charged. Do you understand? And anyone who hears those words will receive that very effect. If a heart is full of passions, evil, evil thoughts, violence, and so on, any words he utters will be charged with that very thing. No matter how many sweet words he may utter, the charging will be the other way. If, for instance, you have love for someone and he sometimes calls you names, those names appear to be very sweet. Is that not so? It is just like putting flowers of a very fa fragrant perfume in a room. Anyone sitting in the room will have perfume. The perfume emitted by the flowers radiates throughout the whole room. Whether you put those flowers in a room or in a cloth or in the dust, everything will become perfumed. So whoever comes within the field of action of the radiation of one who has the God-intoxicated way of life will have the same effect. That is why it is said, spirituality cannot be taught, but caught. Do you see? It cannot be taught. It is caught like an infection. This is what has been spoken of by all masters. All scriptures said, the same, said so. And that is why Christ said, where more than one man sits in my name, I am there by radiation. The master may be thousands of miles away, but when you simply become receptive, you will receive his radiation. You can hear men speaking from thousands of miles away through radio and television. Similarly, if you turn your face toward the master, you will receive his impulses. Once someone was asked, where is God? Where does God reside? And he said, if you want medicine, go to a hospital. And if you would like to have an education, find it in schools and colleges. If you'd like wetness, walk through the grass in the morning. There you will find all wetness. And if you'd like to find God, where should you go? 
where God resides, to his house. Milana Rumi said that it was asked of God, where do you reside? And Prophet Muhammad said, God says, I am so big that all my creation is not sufficient to contain me. I am still more. But strangely enough, I reside in the heart of a master. If you would like to find me, go there. God resides in every heart as well. But what is the difference between the two? In one heart he is made manifest, in the other he is not. Do you see? To have him manifest within us, we simply have to withdraw our attention from the outside. So it is a great blessing to sit by a living person at whose pole the God power is manifested. One of the Hindu scriptures says, You cannot reach God so quickly by reading scriptures, by doing penances, by observing fasts, by leading a life of continence and by controlling your senses, as you can by sitting near a master. You may be reading scriptures from morn till night, but you cannot even have their right import without someone who has had that experience or has seen that which is given in the scriptures. Moreover, he is competent to give you something of that experience to start with. Understanding the scriptures at the level of the intellect cannot give you their right import. Why are there so many religions, schools of thought? Because the people who belong to them have not seen what the scriptures describe. Had they seen it, they would have said the same thing. That is why I say there is a religion beyond all religions. And that is the religion of seeing truth, of finding truth, which all masters who came from time to time gave out. Those who have the good fortune to sit at the master's feet and do care have it. Those who live by what they say advance quickly, like anything. You know, Aristotle was the teacher of Alexander the Great. And with all that, Aristotle was still going around in the streets looking for someone whom he could educate. One day, Alexander the Great told him, Look here, I am Alexander the Great. I am your student, your disciple. Am I not sufficient for you? And he said, Yes, you are my student. That's right. But you cannot become an Aristotle. I am after finding someone who can become an Aristotle. I want him to become like me. Who can be like their masters? Those who obey. The ABC starts from there. They not only obey, but they go by his injunctions. They lead the life he likes. And without anything external, whether they are in their master's presence or in his absence, they follow that life. For them, the absence or presence makes no difference. Such like men rise into the master. They are born in Christ. They are born in master. It is not very difficult. The difficulty is that we always go by the dictates of the mind and not by the dictates of the master. We cannot leave off the ordinary pleasures of the senses outside, knowing full well that there is a great wealth, a great treasure, the priceless pearl within us. Knowing all that intellectually, we still do not dare do it, because we are more attached to the out outside things than to the treasure within.
to have it, you have to live up to it. That's all. All masters have been saying that. God is everywhere. Only our inner eye is not open to see him. First, when we see him within us by inversion, the body appears to be the temple of God. When that develops, we see that the whole of creation is the temple of God. Guru Armadas said, With the grace of the Master, you will see for yourself that this body is the temple of God, because God resides in you. There was once a disciple of a saint called Beek. What did his disciple used to do? He always repeated the name of his master, O Beek, O Beek, O Beek. For him the master was God. All masters say that the wordless God was made flesh and dwelt among us. Those whose eyes are open see that the very God who dwells within us is the wordless God manifested to us. In the Mohammedan religion, religious restrictions were very strict. It was heresy to consider a man to be God. Someone asked the disciple of Beek, Who is your God? The disciple answered, Beek. He was asked, Who is your prophet? And again he said, Beek. They arrested him and passed the sentence that he should be hanged on a certain day. Orders of capital sentence were passed by the king. The disciple was produced before the king, and the whole case was reviewed. The king saw his face, and in his eyes there was intoxication. The king said, Leave him. Then he asked the disciple, Who are you? Who is your God? He answered, Beak. He was asked, Who is your prophet? He said, Beak. Then the king ordered the ministers, All right, leave him alone. And all the ministers said, O king, what are you doing? A sentence has been passed to kill him. He says his guru is a god, and the prophet is also his guru. Everything is his guru. The king said, no, leave him be. After all, those who are made kings are also god-gifted. To some extent they are, because they have been given charge of so many children of God who are under them. And the king said, well, look here. There has been a dearth of rain in our country. There's a great famine all around. Will you ask your beak to send rain down for us? The disciple said, Oh, all right, I'll tell him. This is a question of one who is confident to see that God is in him, be being God. He is God. None other than he can be God. The king said, All right, then when will you come back? I'll come back the day after tomorrow. All right, said the king. But the minister said, He will flee. He won't come back. Never mind, said the king. And the next day it rained so much that the whole country overflowed with rain. On the third day the disciple appeared before the king. The king said, Thank your beak who has sent us rain. Then he wanted to give the disciple lands as a gift to be taken to his master. Because whenever masters where because wherever masters are, many people gather together for food and other arrangements. When he wanted to give him the written deed, the disciple said, Oh no, no, I don't want this. Why, take it to him, he was asked. Oh no, this is only a perishable thing. Do you think I can take it to the imperishable? Do you see, he refused it. So those who are intoxicated, not with the God as the physical body, but the God in him,
become one with him. And when he went to his master, Beek said, O oh, madman, when you asked for a certain thing, that was done. Had you asked me to make you God, I would have made you God. So it is not the physical body which is the master. Mind that. It is the God power, or Christ power. Call it by any name you like. It manifests at different human poles to guide the child humanity back to him. And what do people do? Do you know? Some people complain to God. We are adrift in the world, in the material world. Why don't you send your apostles to guide us? God said, yes, I did send those who declared that they were God. They were one with me. And what did you people do? How did you treat them? Some you put on the cross, like Christ and Mansur. You cut off the heads of some. You stripped off the skin of some. And some who said that they were God, they were God in them, you put into the burning fire. This is how you treated them. Then I also sent some people, like those who said, We are servants of God. It is only His grace working. I am a man like you. And you said, Oh, He is nothing. He himself says he is nothing. Why should we listen to him? Those who, say, those who said, we are gods, we are godmen, we are one, you treated by persecuting them. Yet when I sent men like that to work at your level and tell you I am a man like you, you can also develop in this way. You said, oh, he knows nothing. Then how can he do anything? So you simply ignored him. What should be done now? When the time comes, where there is hunger in someone, there will be food for him. Where there is thirst, there will be water for him. When fire burns, oxygen comes to help. When the chila is ready, the guru appears. He appears. He is not dead, mind that. He manifests. He is already working. Some people call him by different names. Others see him as God. In the case of Swami Shiv Dayal Singh, people did not dare to look at the lights burning in his house. They were afraid that they would be affected. Guru Nanak was once traveling around and he was arrested and sent to prison. And there, like the other prisoners, he was supposed to be grinding corn. But he was in the remembrance of God and that work was going on by itself. People were amazed. They reported it to the king and then they took him out. So people don't care. If a man says, I know, if he uses the word no, K-N-O-W, they say, how can he say no? If he says, I do everything by the grace of God, God is the one who is working, then they think, oh, he is an average man, we know better. If he says, I am God, they think, oh, he is a heretic. So what is there to say to these people? Guru Nanak said, In the world it is very difficult to carry on. If you keep quiet, they say you have no sense, no brains to talk. If you talk to them, they say, Oh, he is in the habit of talking. He has a mania for talking. If you go and serve them, they say, Oh, he must have some motive behind it. Such is the case of the world. But still, with all that, they go on. Some people do come up whom God sends, and they are benefited. 
If he sits quite quietly, they say, Oh, he is a man. And if he shows some miracle, he is just a mesmerizer, a hypnotist. What is there to do if people are like this? Truly, the greatness of a saint lies in the fact that he is able to give you some experience of rising above body consciousness, but not by hypnotizing or mes mesmerizing you. You experience it consciously. There are really very few who know what spirituality is. Some consider it to be only the performance of certain rites and rituals. Others consider it to be only contact with the spirits who have left the body. Some think that it helps them develop some miraculous powers within by certain methods, and they think that perhaps that is spirituality. Well, none of these is spirituality. Spirituality is purely a science of knowing oneself. By analyzing oneself, and seeing God who is controlling all of creation. God that is not manifest, that is, God before manifestation, cannot be seen. But God who is manifested is light and sound principle. Someone who can raise your soul to that level and then make that audible life stream manifest in you is a saint. He is one who can remove the dark veil you see when you close your eyes and can manifest light. These are the true criteria of a saint. You'll find that there were very few like that in earlier times, and even now there are few. So there is a religion, as I told you, but beyond all religions, above all religions of rites, dogmas, and rituals, and that is truth. That is called mysticism. Philosophies deal with theories, and mysticism deals with reality. In psychology and in all philosophies, you have to make some hypotheses. There is some subject and object, and there is duality. You have to rise above it. And mysticism is the direct contact with the God into expression power, which is light and sound principle, which, once contacted, has the power to drag your soul to the source from where it emanated in the wordless state of God. The book, The Crown of Life, gives a comparative study of all yogas and their scope, and of how the masters went further and transcended the yogis and became one with God. The other ways of yoga are very hard to follow, but this way even a child can follow. What you receive in other ways after years and years of penances, you receive here the very first day of initiation. What greater concession can there be? And yet somebody once told me, if it is so easy, we don't want such an easy method. So fortunately, you have got the way, with the grace of God. Be rest assured, the one who has put you on the way can never leave you. Do you see? You may leave him, but he won't leave you. That is why it is said, Christ said, I shall never leave thee nor forsake thee till the end of the world. Do you see, that is the God power, the Guru power, that manifested God at some human pole, entrusted with a commission. That power never dies. Human poles do change, do perish. That power continues. That power works in a very mysterious way. Even to those who do not know him physically, that power appears in the physical form 
in which he is working long before they really meet him physically and they wonder who is he I met my master within seven years before I met him physically quite consciously rising above body consciousness traversing into the beyond I thought perhaps it was Guru Nanak when I came in contact with him physically I found he was the same man even now that is happening I went to Pakistan there was a Mohammedan Sufi who saw the form of the master within three years before he was wondering how can a Sikh appear to me what is it all what is all that about he never believed in the Sikh form yet he was initiated So even now you'll find such like instances everywhere. God power never dies. And those who have come under his care, why should they worry? They simply have to abide by what he says, that's all. And I tell you one thing, if they abide by it, well and good, they will go on quicker. Those who have made the will of the God in the master their own will progress wonderfully. And those who do not, even then he will not leave them the seed of the nam or word which has been sown cannot die out if he does not do anything at all he has to return to the world but in the man body not below it because only in the man body can that seed grow masters wish first and foremost that everybody should go home then and there when they have been given that inner contact and to the one who resists he gives a long rope at first but he will take him by how how do you say by hook or by crook he won't leave him he has to take him you see our master once said look here why don't you obey me go on doing it as is the case in civil disobedience you wish to be carried away forcibly in truckloads why don't you walk and go yourself master will take you when he has been destined to take you then he will take you why do you wish to be dragged away and carried on to trucks that power which is manifested in the human pole that saves do you see the words of the masters are the words of God although they appear to be coming through the throat of a physical person it seems that Indramati was a lady saint. She was a disciple of Kabir. When she, while progressing, reached the true home, I mean Satchkhand, she saw that Kabir was the Satpurush. And she said, Oh, Kabir, why didn't you tell me that you were the Satpurush? Had you told me before, it would have been much better. Why after so long? Kabir told her, even if I had told you that I was the Satpurush, you would not have believed me. Everybody claims I am God. Truly speaking, tell me, who can give any account of God to us? God who has no equal, no brothers, no sisters, no father, no mother. Who can give you a contact with him? Or who can give any description of him? He will have to say, God alone. Who is manifested at any human pole can give it but to realize that you have been given the way you will see that for your own self 
Master is there in the higher planes. That works, helps, extends all protection and gives all guidance. When you see this for yourself, that's all right. Someone once put a question to our master, asking, as what should we regard you? And he said, take me as your brother, as your father, as your friend, as your teacher, and obey what I say. If you find me working in the higher planes when you leave the body, then you may call me anything you like. Masters don't assert themselves, I tell you. They say just what appeals to the common sense. And moreover, now the times have changed. In the time of Christ, you will find he always said, sell everything, come to me, leave all and follow me. This is what Lord Krishna said and what everybody said in earlier times. Now what do they say? All right, go on with your families or your livelihood. Just nourish yourself and your children and love God. Don't leave the world and your hearths and homes and follow me. But all the same, they are competent to give you some inner experience to start with, the very first day of initiation. They want only two, three, four hours of your time for meditation. And even at that, we say we have no time. What is he to do? Whatever you get in other ways after so many penances and after so much time, you get the very first day of initiation. And if you don't find two or three hours daily for that purpose, what more can be expected? Who can give you a contact with God? This is very common sense talk. Can anybody give you a contact with him when he has no equal? You may say, catch your ear this way or catch your ear that way, it is the same. Some say masters cannot be God, but they are none other than God. They say it is God working in them. And some say, oh, he is God. I have seen him, he is God. I just quoted you the case of the disciple of Beek, in which he said Beek was God. As Rai Saligram said, Swamiji is everything. He is the wordless God, the ultimate, nameless, come into being. Do you see, this is the ultimate realization that very few get. Truly speaking, only those who have become the mouthpiece of the master or the guru are called gurumukh. They do not speak. It is the guru in them that speaks. St. Paul said, it is I, not now I, but Christ lives in me. Is it not so? Similarly, the Gurumukhs do not say anything of his own self. He sees that his master is speaking through him. He is conscious all the time. He sees that his body is fitted in his own body, meaning that his master's body is fitted in his own body. Sometimes he forgets himself altogether. This is the ultimate feat of love, devotion, and surrender. As you think, so you become. Hafiz said, my name is Hafiz. People call me Hafiz, of course, but I am no more Hafiz. I am he. My master is living in me. People call me Hafiz. I've forgotten all about myself. Did I ever exist? Master is the God in man. And if you become a guru in man, then what will happen? You will be God in man. That is the quickest way. That is why Christ said, 
If you cannot have love for your brothers whom you see, how can you love God whom you have not seen? If your eyes are open, you will see that He is God, He is God in man, and you will forget yourself. You rise or you are born. You are born in Guru or Christ. This is what is meant by Gurumukh. That is the ultimate goal that we have to come to. Naturally, all attachments will be cut off. So how fortunate are those who have had the good fortune to sit at the feet of a master who has given them a contact within. It remains for us only to obey, to put in some time for meditation. After a year and even after millions of years, that will remain here. Even the body which comes along with us when we enter the world does not go along with us after death. How can we expect all the other things in the world to which we are devoting ourselves to go along with us? To us it is the world first and God next. We are worshippers of Maman, of the world. How can these things go along with us? It does not mean that you are to leave everything and go. Remain in the world. You have developed physically and intellectually. You must maintain yourself. The man-body is the highest in all creation. It is the golden opportunity given to you with the grace of God to know God. Be still and know that you are God, that you can do only in the man-body. We spend the greatest part of our lives attending to the worldly things. Maintain the man-body because only in the man-body can you know God. But it is only a passing phase. It won't last long. All who, have, all who had the body had to leave it. And we will also have to leave it. Those all around you won't go along with you, mind that? Yes, at least those who... At least those will... Oh, excuse me. Those all around you won't go along with you, mind that? At least those will who have been knit together in the silken bonds of love and initiation. I would say they will remain together even after leaving the body. That is a relationship that cannot be broken off. There is no power to break it. Our master used to give an example. You are going across the river. Master is the one who carries in the boat all the passengers from one side to the other. Some are already there on the other side and the others will also go there. They will be together there too. This is the grace of God which comes through the God in man or guru or master that joins us in a relationship that can never break even after death. This is no exaggeration, I tell you. Facts are being given. This is a true relationship in which the God-man or the master has united us. We are all friends, mates, lovers of the same God. The human body makes no difference. Whether man has the man body or the woman body makes no difference. Our souls are to be wedded to God. Blessed is the soul that unites with God. And the tape we're hearing is the conclusion of a question and answer session given uh, March 18, 1997 with Sanchi at the SKA retreat. And Sanchi is partway through answering the 
a question. Someone asked, how can one get rid of the habit of smoking if one is addicted to it and has got depression because of the lack of nicotine? And Sanchi is talking about addictions to any number of things. So, Pario, Athara Pranan de Vicho, Sugand Pranik Pran hai, Bada Kimpi hai, Ode in der Narad Nu, Burma Gyan Kranda hai, Har Bootida, Ode in der Bootian de Jikar hai, Kis Booti, Kis Kamondi hai, Duanya de Vich, Jade Tamakudi Booti hai. ਤੋਰੀਖੀ ਨਾਰਦ ਨੂੰ ਬਰਮਾ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗਾ ਦੇਖ ਭਈ ਸਤਯੁਗ ਤ੍ਰੇਤਾ ਦੁਆਪਰ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਇਸ ਨੂੰ ਕੋਈ ਨਹੀਂ ਵਰਤੇਗਾ ਜਾਂ ਚੌਥਾ ਯੁਗ ਆਏਗਾ ਲੋਕ ਉਦੋਂ ਜਪ ਤਪ ਬਹੁਤ ਕਰਨਗੇ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਇਸ ਗੂਠੀ ਨੂੰ ਵਰਤਨ ਕਰਕੇ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਸਾਰੇ ਨਸ਼ਟ ਹੋ ਜਾਣਗੇ ਅਗਰ ਬ੍ਰਹਮਣ ਹੋ ਕੇ ਪੜਿਆ ਲਿਖਿਆ ਹੋ ਕੇ ਇਹ ਨੂੰ ਵਰਤੇਗਾ ਉਹ ਗਾਮ ਦਾ ਸੂਰ ਬਣੇਗਾ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਦਾਨ ਦੇਵੇਗਾ ਉਹ ਵੀ ਉਸੇ ਹੀ ਜੂਨ ਦਾ ਭਾਗੀ ਬਣੇਗਾ ਸੁਗੰਧ ਪ੍ਰਾ ਹਾਂ ਸੁਗੰਧ ਪ੍ਰਾ ਸੁਗੰਧ ਪੁਰਾਨ ਇਸ ਵਨ ਆਫ ਦੀ 18 ਪੁਰਾਨਾਸ ਐਂ ਸੁਗੰਧ ਪੁਰਾਨ ਇਸ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਲਈ 18 ਪੁਰਾਨਾਸ ਵਿਚ ਇਜ਼ ਅ ਵੈਰੀ ਪ੍ਰੈਸ਼ੀਅਸ ਪੁਰਾਨਾ ਕੇਸ ਓਨ ਪੁਰਾਨਾ ਓਨ ਓਨ ਸਕ੍ਰਿਪਟ ਮੂਈ ਵੈਲਿਊਸੋ ਐਂਡ ਇਨ ਦੈਟ ਪੁਰਾਨਾ all the herbs are mentioned all the herbs are talked about en ese purana o en ese escrito en ese libro se habla acerca de todas las hierbas so in that purana brahma was giving the knowledge of all the herbs to rishi narada de manera que en ese purana eh, brahma le daba el conocimiento de todas las hierbas al rishi narada so after telling him about the qualities and the properties of all those all the herbs to narada when brahma came to the herb of tobacco Brahma said that no one will use this herb in the golden age silver age and the copper age but when the fourth age the iron age will come then people will consume this herb a lot Cuando Brahma le daba eh, el ese conocimiento a Narada acerca de las diferentes hierbas y su, de sus y también le hablaba acerca de sus propiedades eh, cuando llegó al tabaco dijo en la edad de oro y en la edad de plata y en la de cobre no se utilizará esta hierba pero una vez cuando llegue la edad de hierro se utilizará muchísimo Brahma told Narada that in the iron age people will do a lot of religious deeds they will do a lot of austerities and they will do a lot of japas and tapas and they will give a lot of donations and things like that and they will do many good deeds but because of the use of the tobacco all their good deeds will be reduced to ashes all their good deeds will finish just because they will also consume they will also use this tobacco le dijo en la edad de hierro las personas realizarán muchos yapas tapas muchas austeridades muchos ritos rituales harán eh, todo tipo de cosas pero todo esto lo perderán o todo esto quedará, quedará reducido a cenizas porque también utiliz estarán utilizando el tabaco if any brahman who has learned a lot and who is a scholar if after gaining all the knowledge if he will use this tobacco he will become 
the pig or he will be incarnated as the pig of the village and those who will give him any donation those who will give the donation to such a brahman <coughs> they will also be incarnated as the pig él dijo si un brahmin o una persona que ha logrado muchísimo conocimiento una persona que ha avanzado muchísimo si esta persona utiliza el tabaco él recibirá un nacimiento y vendrá como un cerdo en una aldea y las personas que le den donaciones a esta clase de brahmin ellos también tendrán que encarnar como cerdos ese tara 18 pranam de vichu nasket pran Way, there is another Puran called Nasket Puran written by the Nasket Rishi out of the 18 Puranas. Igualmente existe otro Puran, otro Purana que se llama el Purana Nasket, escrito por el Rishi Nasket. It is said that Nasket Rishi had the knowledge of his many of his previous births. Dice, se dice que el Rishi Nasket tenía much, el conocimiento de muchas de sus vidas pasadas. So he has written that those who consume the tobacco, they will be born again in this world in the form of the jackals. De manera que él dice que aquellas personas que consumen el tabaco tendrán que volver en la forma de como de zorros o de de chacales yeah, and all, all night long they will go on howling in the jungle y durante toda la noche aullarían aullarán en las selvas y en los bosques pero Kabir Sahib ne ke paang maashli surapan jo jo prani khaye teer thavar tar neem kiye sabhe rasat alag jaye Kabir Sahib has said that those who use the hemp plant daanat those who use the hemp plant those who drink the liquor those who eat the fish and those who are addicted to the drugs and the other things even if they do all the good deeds like donating and even if they go to the places of pilgrimage all their good deeds will be of no use they will not be counted anywhere if they are using all those things which are mentioned earlier Kabir Sahib dice que aquellas personas eh, que utilizan marihuana o si, si beben eh, licor o si comen pescado o si se dedican a otros vicios no importa si ellos eh, hacen donaciones si hacen muchos ritos y rituales externos hacen muchísimas cosas buenas nada les servirá nada será contado en ningún sitio si hacen lo que nombró al principio pero Guru Gobind Singh Sangat de Nardure Yande sigue Agge Tamaku da Khetaya Ona de Kode ne Adi Kiti Agge Jaan Di Ujaye Guru Gobind Singh ne Keha Bhe Agge Dekho Ki Chija Hai Je Dekha Ta Tamaku da Guru Gobind Singh was going along with some of his disciples. He was riding on the horseback and at, after reaching a certain place, the horse stopped and he did not want to go any further. As they were approaching some field, so Guru Gobind Singh asked his disciple to go and find out that what was the reason. So they told him that there was a tobacco field. So not even the horse of Guru Gobind Singh wanted to go into the tobacco field. 
En una ocasión el Guru Gobind Singh iba a caballo con eh, muchos iniciados de él, muchos discípulos. Eh, cuando iban a caballo, cuando de pronto se detuvo el caballo y no quiso seguir adelante, de manera que el Guru Gobind Singh le pidió a algunos de sus discípulos que por favor miraran a ver eh, qué cultivo había allí porque el caballo no quería seguir adelante. So Guru Gobind Singh cautioned his disciples. He said that he should never use this tobacco, and in fact he will use this. Who, he who will consume the tobacco will not be my disciple. Encontraron que allí había un cultivo de tabaco, de manera que el Guru Gobind Singh dijo y les habló, les dijo palabras muy fuertes y les dijo que ningún discípulo suyo debería utilizar el tabaco y si alguien utilizaba el tabaco no era discípulo. Bombay de Nere Satet hai, Sangri, Uraja, Mara Savan Singh na naam lewa si, jadu na de sadde de te sa sang deen vaste gaye, una ne aap de khed de kaafi plaat dakhaye, jadu tamakku ਇੱਕ ਤਾਂ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਇਸ ਕਹਾਣੀ ਤੋਂ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਸਾਵਣ ਸਿੰਘ ਦੀ ਤੋਂ ਇਹ ਮਿਲਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਸੰਤਾਂ ਦੇ ਦਿਲ ਵਿੱਚ ਖੋ ਚੁੱਕੇ ਸੰਤਾਂ ਦੀ ਕਿੰਨੀ ਇੱਜ਼ਤ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਕਿੰਨਾ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਹੁਕਮਾਂ ਦੀ ਪਾਲਣਾ ਕਰਦੇ ਹੈ ਸੋ ਦੂਸਰਾ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਸਸੰਗੀਆਂ ਨੂੰ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਸਾਵਣ ਸਿੰਘ ਦੀ ਇਸ ਬਾਤ ਤੇ ਅਮਲ ਕਰਨਾ ਚਾਹੀਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਜਦ ਸਾਡਾ ਗੁਰੂ ਦੇਵ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਤਮਾਕੂ ਦੇ ਖੇਚ ਨਹੀਂ ਵੜਦਾ ਸੀ ਅਸੀਂ ਇਸ ਨੂੰ ਆਪਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਦਾਖਲ ਕਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ there is a state of Sangli near Bombay and the king of that state of Sangli was an initiate of Master Savan Singh. Hay un estado que se llama Sangli que queda cerca de Bombay y el rey de ese estado era un discípulo del maestro Savan Singh. Once upon his invitation Master Savan Singh visited the state of Sangli. Una vez cuando lo invitó el maestro Savan Singh visitó este estado. So the king of Sangli was initiate of Master Savan Singh took Master Savan Singh to show him all the land he had de manera que como el rey era un el era iniciado del maestro Sawan Singh cuando el maestro Sawan Singh llegó eh, el rey lo llevó a mostrarle eh, los alrededores so he showed him various lots of land where different kind of things were growing but when they reached the lot where the tobacco was growing master sawan singh did not put his feet in that lot of land de manera que le mostró muchísimos cultivos pero cuando llegaron al sitio donde tenían el cultivo del tabaco el maestro sawan singh no pisó la tierra donde estaba ese cultivo he said that when the horse of my great master guru gobind singh did not enter the field of tobacco how can i go there el dijo cuando ni el caballo de mi grandioso maestro del guru gobind singh no quiso entrar al terreno o al sitio donde estaba donde existía el cultivo del tabaco cómo puedo entrar yo so there are two things which we learn from this incident of master sawan singh de manera que hay dos cosas que podemos aprender de este incidente con el maestro sawan singh one is that we come to know that how much respect and appreciation the masters had master sawan singh had for the master who had been in this world previously how much love and respect he had for the earlier masters primero que todo vemos cuán respeto y cuánto aprecio sentía el maestro sawan singh por un maestro que había venido en el pasado él sentía muchísimo respeto amor y aprecio por él and the other thing which we can learn from this is that when master sawan singh did not enter the land where the tobacco was tobacco was being grown we should not consume that thing 
so the satsangis should never allow the smoke of the tobacco to go in their body y lo otro es que si el maestro Samon Singh no entró ni tocó la tierra donde estaba el cultivo del tabaco, los satsangis deben aprender de esto, que no deben eh, acercarse, el acercarse al tabaco ni tampoco lo deben eh, ingerir o no lo deben llevar dentro de su cuerpo. Pero, now even the doctors have proved and they have cautioned, they have told us that how many diseases we can get by smoking. Amados míos, inclusive hoy en día los médicos nos han hablado y nos han advertido que por fumar uno puede desarrollar todo tipo de enfermedades. And in many countries they have banned smoking the tobacco in the public places. Y en muchos países han dicho que no se puede fumar en determinados lugares. Sanu Pataha के दिल्ली के अंदर तबाकू नोची थे पाबंदी लगी है जिस इलाके चापा बैठे हैं हरियाणा के अंदर है इतने शराब बंदी पूर्ण नशा बंदी है अखबार देवी जी कार्टून छपया है वो देवी इस सेतरांदा कोई मन चला इस राहत करे है एक जी सरगट फड़ी है कुछ बोतल फड़ी है कि जी शराब पीनी है तो दिल्ली चलो <laughs> well, even in the city of Delhi, they have put this prohibition on smoking the tobacco in the public places. Inclusive in the city of Delhi, está prohibido fumar tabaco en lugares públicos. This place where we are sitting is in the state of Haryana, where there is a total prohibition on the liquor. El el sitio donde nos encontramos ahora se encuentra en el estado de Haryana y aquí está prohibido beber licor. So there was a cartoon in one of the newspapers very recently about a guy, one of those kind of people who justify their addiction by saying one or the other thing. So there was a cartoon and he was holding a cigarette in one hand and a bottle of wine in the other hand and the cartoon said that if you want to smoke the cigarette come to Haryana if you want to drink the wine go to Delhi Recientemente en el periódico vi había había un dibujo de una persona como esas personas que dicen cuentos para justificar lo que quieren hacer justificar su adicción y lo que hicieron en el dibujo era había un señor sentado en una mano tenía un cigarrillo y en la otra mano tenía una botella de licor entonces decía si quiere beber vino, váyase a Delhi. Si quiere fumar, váyase a Haryana. Baba Vishendas, jina to mene dosh bada peer milya siga, jina da masadai yobari hai, kyuki jindgi dinim dalan wale Baba Vishendasi san, wo ek chutkalasran hote hunde siga, ke gada tamaku dekhej, firda siga. वो कास पाल पाल के खा रहे हैं सिगर तमाकू ने खा रहे हैं सी किसी ने पूछा कि गधे मियां तू ऐसे बूटी नू नहीं खांदा का वो आधा मैं सुने हैं बिजेड़ा ऐसे नू पींदा है खांदा है यूज करता है वो गधा बन जाता है तो मैं तो पहले ही गधा है ऐसे तो उनमें की बनूंगा 
Baba Vishen Das from whom I got the secret of the first two words and I am ever grat grateful to him, I am ever indebted to him because he <coughs> laid the foundation of my life. Baba, he used to tell this joke. Baba Vishen Das, who taught me the two first words, I am eternally grateful to him. I am extremely and profoundly grateful to him for helping me so much. He used to tell He used to say that there was one donkey in a tobacco field and he was picking up the grass and eating the grass and not touching the tobacco leaves. Él decía que en una ocasión había se encontró un burro en un en un campo de tabaco y el burro se estaba comiendo solo el pasto que crecía alrededor del tabaco pero no se comía las hojas del tabaco. Someone who saw him picking only the grass and eating and not touching the tobacco tobacco leaves asked him that Mr. Donkey why it is so that you are not eating the tobacco leaves why you are only picking up the grass una persona que le vio y se dio cuenta de lo que estaba haciendo el burro entonces le dijo señor burro por qué solo se come el pasto y no se come las hojas del tabaco the donkey replied that well I have heard that those who use the tobacco those who smoke the tobacco they become the donkeys in the next lifetime and I'm already de manera que el burro le contestó pues yo he oído que aquellas personas que usan el tabaco se convierten en burros en su vida siguiente entonces eh, yo ya soy un burro pero bachero ya da sensar banea hai os parmatma ne edi maryada nu kaim karan vaste apne pyare bachche rikhi muni sansar de vich bheje ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੇ ਜੋ ਚੀਜ਼ ਸਾਡੇ ਵਰਤੋਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਆਉਣ ਵਾਲੀ ਸੀਗੀ ਸਾਡੀ ਸਿਹਤ ਦੇ ਫਾਇਦੇਮੰਦ ਸੀ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦਾ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਗਿਆਨ ਆਪਦੇ ਗ੍ਰੰਥਾਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਕਰਾਇਆ ਹੋਇਆ ਹੈ dear children ever since this creation was created god almighty had been sending the rishis munis the masters the saints and the prophets into this world to put the limitations and to give us the knowledge of the things which are healthy for us which are good for us and through their scriptures through their books and through their words they have given us the knowledge of those things which we use and which we should not which we should which we should not use amados míos desde el mismo comienzo de la creación dios todopoderoso ha enviado a los rishis a los munis a los santos a los maestros ha enviado a muchísimas personas a este mundo y ellos a través de sus escritos nos han dado el conocimiento y nos han hablado acerca de los límites de las cosas que se encuentran en este mundo también en los libros sabemos qué cosas son buenas para nosotros y qué cosas son malas para nosotros pero ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੇ ਆ ਕੇ ਮਹਾਪੁਰਸ਼ਾਂ ਨੇ ਬਾਹ ਖੜੀ ਕਰਕੇ ਹੋਕਾ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਹੈ ਵੀ ਅਗਰ ਕਿਸੇ ਨੇ ਸ਼ਰਾਬ ਚੋਂ ਮੀਟ ਚੋਂ ਜੂਏ ਚੋਂ ਤਮਾਕੂ ਚੋਂ ਹੋਰ ਕੋਈ ਪੈੜੇ ਖੋਟੇ ਐਬ ਚੋਂ ਕੋਈ ਨਫਾ ਖਟਿਆ ਉਹ ਬਾਹ ਖੜੀ ਕਰਕੇ ਦੱਸੇ ਇਹਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਤੁਹਾਡੇ ਤਨ ਦਾ ਨੁਕਸਾਨ ਹੋਏਗਾ ਤਨ ਦਾ ਹੋਏਗਾ ਲੋਕੀ ਤੁਹਾਡਾ ਅਬਜਸ ਕਰਨਗੇ those masters have said this aloud they have said that if anyone has gained anything from drinking the wine or from smoking the tobacco or from eating the meat or by gambling or by any other kind of bad deed they should come and tell us you gain nothing from consuming the liquor and smoking the tobacco of course you do lose your body you do lose your glory you lose your body you lose your money and also people comment upon you people criticize you because that is a bad deed which you are doing los santos y los mahatmas dicen que si alguien ha logrado algo o si alguien ha logrado algún beneficio después de haberse entregado al licor o al tabaco o a la carne o al a, a los juegos si y a los demás vicios si alguien ha logrado algo bueno 
al dedicarse a estas cosas, eh, que por favor, por favor, preséntese ante nosotros, porque lo único que uno logra si se dedica a todos esos vicios es acabar con su cuerpo, es acabar con la gloria que tiene este cuerpo, acaban con su dinero también y se hacen muchísimo daño. ਐਵ ਨੂੰ ਸਿੱਧ ਕਰਨ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਹੋਰ ਝੂਠ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਰਨੇ ਚਾਹੀਦੇ ਗਏ ਹੋਰ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਬੁਰੀਆਂ ਮਸਾਲਾ ਦੇ ਕੇ ਉਹਨੂੰ ਇਹ ਸਿੱਧ ਕਰਨ ਦੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਕੋਸ਼ਿਸ਼ ਕਰਨੀ ਚਾਹੀਦੀ ਕਿ ਐਵ ਇਹ ਅੱਛਾ ਹੈ ਦ ਕੁਐਸਚਨਸ ਆਫ ਆਲ ਦ ਰੀਵਨਸ ਵੈਰ ਵੈਰੀ ਗੁੱਡ ਵੈਰੀ ਬੈਨੀਫੀਸ਼ੀਅਲ ਫਾਰ ਦ ਹੋਲ ਸੰਗਤ ਐਂਡ ਆਈ ਹੋਪ ਥੈਟ ਦ ਸਤਸੰਗੀਸ ਵੀ ਦ ਸਤਸੰਗੀ ਸ਼ੁੱਡ try to give up all the bad needs all the addictions Las preguntas que hicieron los amados fueron preguntas muy buenas es, fueron de gran beneficio para todos los amados Guardo la esperanza de que todos traten de abstenerse de los vicios y de los malos hábitos We should not make the false excuses or we should not form the false stories to justify our addiction no Instead we should make the efforts and give them up No deberíamos eh, presentar disculpas falsas o crear historias falsas para justificar nuestra adicción sino no más bien deberíamos hacer esfuerzos para dejarlas satita eh hai ke jado satguru naam danda hai shabd roop ho ke har satsangi de andar baith janda hai teesre til andar apni oh seat qaim kar lenda hai unna chikar nahi chhadda ga jinna chikar un tur taavna pacha de eh surme guru da jo vaak hai eh zindagi de vich hi satsangi vekh lende hai kive oh pura utarda hai ਹੁਣ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਦੇਖ ਲਓ ਜਿੱਥੇ ਗੁਰੂ ਬੈਠਾ ਹੈ ਉੱਥੇ ਅਸੀਂ ਤਮਾਕੂ ਜਾਂ ਸ਼ਰਾਬ ਪਾਵਾਂਗੇ ਕਿ ਅਸੀਂ ਗੁਰੂ ਦਾ ਆਦਰ ਕਰ ਰਹੇ ਹੋਵਾਂਗੇ ਸੱਚ ਤੇ ਅਸੀਂ ਗੁਰੂ ਦੀ ਨਰਾਦਰੀ ਕਰ ਰਹੇ ਹੁੰਨੇ ਹਾਂ ਸੋ ਪਿਆਰਿਓ ਸਤਸੰਗੀ ਨੂੰ ਹਰ ਐਵ ਤੋਂ ਬਚਣਾ ਚਾਹੀਦਾ ਹੈ ਆਪਦੀ ਆਤਮਾ ਨੂੰ ਪਵਿੱਤਰ ਬਣਾਓ ਇਸੇ ਜੀ ਫਾਇਦਾ ਹੈ ਦਾ ਰਿਐਲਿਟੀ ਇਜ਼ ਦੈਟ ਵੈਨ ਦਾ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਗਿਵਸ ਅਸ ਦੀ ਇਨੀਸ਼ੀਏਸ਼ਨ ਹੀ ਸਿਟਸ ਐਟ ਆਵਰ ਆਈ ਸੈਂਟਰ ਇਨ ਦਾ ਫਾਰਮ ਆਫ ਦਾ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਐਂਡ ਹੀ ਡਸ ਨਾਟ ਲੀਵ ਅਸ ਅੰਟਿਲ ਹੀ ਟੇਕਸ ਅਸ ਬੈਕ ਟੂ ਆਵਰ ਰੀਅਲ ਹੋਮ ਲਾ ਰਿਐਲਿਟੀ ਇਜ਼ ਕਿ ਕੁਆਂਡੋ ਦਾ ਮਾਸਟਰੋ ਨੋਸ ਦਾ ਲਾ ਇਨੀਸ਼ੀਏਸ਼ਨ ਇਸ ਸੇ ਸੈਂਟਾ ਇਨ ਦਾ ਫੋਕੋ ਦੇ ਲੋਹੋ ਇਨ ਦਾ ਫਾਰਮ ਆਫ ਦਾ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਇਨ ਨੋ ਨੋਸ ਅਬੰਦੋਨਾ ਸਿਨੋ ਹਸਤਾ ਕੁਆਂਡੋ ਨੋਸ ਆਜਾ ਜਿਵਾਦੋ ਆ ਨੋਸਟਰੋ ਵਰਦਾਇਰੋ ਹੋਗਾਰ ਦਾ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਪ੍ਰੂਵਸ ਥਿਸ that he does not leave us until he takes us back to our real home in our lifetime itself durante nuestra propia vida el maestro prueba esto so the place where the beloved master is residing if we put the liquor in there if we put the smoke of the tobacco in there do you think that we are being respectful to the master it is like insulting the master de manera que si en aquel sitio donde está sentado el maestro si allí echamos licor si allí metemos carne si allí le echamos humo piensan ustedes que le estamos mostrando respeto al maestro es como si le estuviéramos so we should make our life purer because when we will make our life purer only then we will progress in the meditations de manera que deberíamos purificar nuestra vida porque solo cuando sea más pura nuestra vida podremos mejorar nuestras meditaciones and our closing bhajan is sanjis bhajan suche namada on page 134 You yourself make us have the color of Junam. Oh beautiful one, come near. Don't go away after coming near. Don't look at our bad qualities. So since we have come to you, protect our honor. Don't look through the paper of our faults. Open our eyes which are closed. We have the pain of birth and death. Becoming a doctor lift this disease. 
Come listen, O beloved Kirpal. Folding his hands, Ajay makes this prayer. You yourself make us have the color of true Nam. O beautiful one, come near. Don't go away after coming near. A bhajan of Sanchis on page 134. Suche nam dasa cha chada de rangyape avisonia avisonia kolodi javina tulangpase sade e Sade Suche nam dasa cha chada de rangyape avisonia avisonia kolodi javina tulang pase Lika sadhana guna havala fulve Lika sadhana guna havala fulve Bande anki atu sadi anu kolade Bande anki atu sadi anu kolade Suche nam dasa cha chada de rangyape avisonia avisonia kolodi javina tulangpase Sanu jana mamarananda dukave Sanu jana mamarananda dukave Banaveda rugnu chukave Banaveda rugnu chukave Suche nam dasa cha chada de rangyape avisonia avisonia kolodi javina tulang pase 
आसुन कृपाल प्यारे आसुन कृपाल प्यारे अतवान अजाब आतबान अजाब पुकारे सुचे नाम You yourself make us have the color of Junam. Oh, beautiful one, come near. Don't go away after coming near. May God continue to bless us all. <laughs> 